This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Well, last week, Larry and I made a huge mistake and we forgot to loop Brandon into our favorite part of the month, but we have Brandon back with us. And before we get into it, if you want to support Brandon, you can go to give.fororegonstate.org and donate to the General <laughs> Scholarship Fund. Anyway, today's quote is not from true. Bruce Lee. What? That's not true. Don't donate to that. <laughs> it's from Bruce Lee. And uh, I'm going to lean on you two guys because I don't have any kids. But he said, instead of buying your children all the things you never had, you should teach them all the things you were never taught. Material wears out, but knowledge stays. I think kind of the common thing that people say is I want to give my kids a better life than I had. And a lot of times people double down with getting them stuff. But does this resonate with you, Brandon? Uh, I feel like Larry uh, planted this one knowing me as long as he has. Uh, yeah, very much so. I mean, I think it's funny. I, as always, I say that I, I think about you guys <clears throat> when I listen to the show, it always gives me something to think about. Uh, it's resting on your laurels, not standing on your laurels, but Larry is the master of the mixed metaphor. So we do what we can. Um, the, uh, I thought I love I, Bruce Lee must be making a comeback or something. Cause I keep hearing Bruce Lee co- quotes everywhere I turn. Um, this is, seems like a pretty common sense one, but it made me stop to think. I like, I, I have an only child. I'm an older dad. We can afford to give her a lot of things that, um, I never, you know, coming from a big family that didn't have a lot of money. Um, you know, my mom would throw out, you know, rocks for us to play with type thing. Um, you know, my daughter wants for nothing. And I, I worry about that sometimes. Like, are we creating a consumer? We talk a lot about that and, um, I think this is, I think it's spot on. I mean, I, I don't, it seems very common sense to me. Just don't give them too much, teach them something. So I love what he said about teach them the things that you didn't get taught. So in a sense, teach them the wisdom you've gained over the years. I really, I like this quote. It might go on my wall. Can I just push back a little bit and say, oh, you you might be an older dad, but you don't look like an older dad. Especially with these fancy clap. Oh, not a good I, look with a I red do- face. I do have the double pushback on this um, in that this quote's interesting because, you know, your kids will always ask you a thousand questions about things. And in life, when you've got a thousand things going on, it's hard to just sit there and be like, let me explain to you why. Because you're like rushing around and you get thousands. Like in a perfect world, I would explain lots of things to my kids. But off the time, I'm like got a thousand things on my mind and I don't have time to do it. Well, do you, is teaching, does it require you to sit down and be like, you don't have to verbally use your words to teach a lesson, I don't think. Well, that pushes, that brings me to my second point. No, let me give you a triple pushback before you do that. Because, uh, you know, you're, those are the people that know you and love you, Larry, know that you take, one of the things, I think I speak for Andrew as well. One of the things that I, um, that I've always admired in your parenting is that, you're like, we live in the small apartment, not anymore. You live in a palatial estate now, but when you lived in a small apartment, you had to take those kids out and walk them everywhere. And they, you might not be telling them things, but you were showing them things. So I think that, that how you live your life, how you treat people is just as important as what you say. 
Now I have an only child, so I can spend more time. You, know, you have three crazy kids, but even with an only, you don't always have enough time to sit down. And like Andrew said, you know, it's not always about just sitting down with them. It's also about showing them, which I think you do a good job of. Well, that was going to be my second pushback is that I feel like how you live matters more, way more than what you tell your kids the way they should live. Yeah. Like I, I've caught myself, uh, you guys both know that I can have a bit of a hot temper at times, uh, especially can be impatient. These are all failings that I, that I work on as I, as I ramp up in age. Um, and I think about it a lot, like when I, especially when I'm driving with Maple, like not to overreact, you know, to think the best of the person that just cut me off or, you know, seems like that's where a lot of my angst comes from seeing things like that. And, you know, we have a lot of homeless in Asheville, the way that San Francisco has a lot of homeless in LA has a lot of homeless. So we, we talked to her about, you know, why not everybody that's on the street is, is good, bad, or indifferent, but so how can we help them? And we carry socks with us and we carry food in our glove box so we can, you know, we want to model that. So I think that's probably just as important. Um, you know, again, we haven't talked at all about giving anything. So I think we all agree that giving them stuff isn't necessarily, I don't want them to be poor like I, her to be poor like I was, but I also don't want to create a consume. I think that's an interesting thing that people have to figure out because when I look around and the grittiest people I know came from more difficult circumstances and it's not a, a hard, fast rule, but some of the softer people who, who turn away from adversity kind of were more privileged. And so, I mean, you said at the beginning, this is like an obvious thing, but I think sometimes the most obvious things are things that you just ignore and keep going around it. Because at the end of the day, the path of least resistance from a non-parent seems like just appeasing what your kid wants. Yeah. You've brought that up a lot about in this show about not being a parent. Um, I think you'll be a great parent. I'm not just saying that. I think you have, uh, you've gained a lot of wisdom over the years, just since I've known you, you're, you've become a much wiser person, but um, and, and anybody that pays attention to life is going to become wiser. Um, but it's not necessary. Before you have a kid, you think to yourself, oh, I would do it this way or I would do it that way. Then you have a kid and the reality of it really hits you. You're like, uh, all those things I thought I was going to do, not all those things, but a lot of what I thought I was going to do sort of change based on you don't have a robot. You have a living, breathing human being that has a different thing. When you, when you think about the Olsen kids, I mean, you have three very different personalities in that room so all those things matter you know in in going back to the quote you know teaching it, it, there's teachable moments for sure and whenever you're with any you know if, I, if i'm i used to take ellis uh, out we go bowling and he'd ask me questions and one time he was like you know brandon is god big i'm not making this up so brandon is god big and i said well you know we believe that he created everything the universe and everything and ellis kind of looked at me and he goes that is big now, I can assure you, my parents never, ever talked about God in that context. So it's not just parents, but people in their lives. So like, um, you know, I think all these things where you can try to foster in your kid the desire to learn and to understand the world outside of their own little context, like what toys am I getting, is a good thing. I would just say this quote from, from my perspective, exactly how we wanted to live our life. We could have, we, we lived in a tiny 900 square foot apartment for 13 years with three kids. And we could have at any particular point moved to any other place, Oakland, Marin, and bought a home and had a bigger space. But what the urban San Francisco environment gives their Olsen family is the immediacy of walking out and learning about homelessness, diversity, all of the things that comes with, that need to be talked through with your kids. 
And so I, this is exactly what we lived and live. And uh, we could have got lo- uh, more than one closet that we had for 13 years, but we chose to teach them the life lessons of living in San Francisco. So this quote is the epitome of the Olsons. The instant gratification of walking outside your door. Instant. I mean, something that also, the, as we're talking, I thought about it, like, can you apply it to yourself? Like, should you be, at what point do you not need a mentor in life? Like, at some point, it's, it's maybe it's your parents through for a lot of your life. But do you, either of you have a mentor that you check in with on a regular basis? I definitely do. Yeah. And I, I don't think that you ever get to a point in your life where you don't need a mentor. I mean, I, you know, I've, I'm cl- deeply embedded in middle age now. And, and, you know, so like, you know, well, you, you guys are kind of in the same boat. Your parents are older. You start to have kids, you know, you're in that, that, that tweener stage of life. And I start thinking about a lot more about the mortality because my mentor is 84 years old and, you know, and, it, and at some point he's not going to be around anymore. And it's just, there's, there's never a time where you're not looking to somebody to sort of help you understand the, the greater things. I don't disagree with you, Andrew, that, that some of the stuff you sort of figure out as you go along, but I think it's very helpful to have people that have kind of gone before us to help us walk through this. I guess at some point you become too old to need a mentor. I don't know, but I, but I will, I will say one last thing, one, not a pushback. So I'm not doing a Larryism here, but you can be mentored by people that are younger. I, I honestly mean this. I feel like, um, uh, there are people that are, you're one of those people I would think of who sort of give me pause and make me think, even though my ego sometimes like, who's this whippersnapper think he is? Okay, boomer, right? But we can learn from people that are younger than us, that are that maybe just have walked a different journey or have a different level of wisdom than we might have. So I, I think it never ends. Larry? Never ends. Brandon, you're my mentor. I know. Oh. I'm officially declare it. All right. Well, there you have it. Larry is uh, latching his wagon to Boomer Sooner, Brandon Double. <laughs> well, if you have any questions, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Oregon State Brandon saying thanks for stopping by. <laughs>